coming to you live from an upload speed of 1.17 megabytes per second. It's time for Destiny Down Under. Fifty. Can we do it again? No, just no, pump on through. Just going to commit. Just going to welcome to the two hundred and fifty-first episode of the Destiny Down Under podcast. first episode. Fuck my life. Anyway, I'm log and I'm mildly embarrassed, but mainly intrigued into what what Matt is bought to eat on the podcast this week. What have you got, Cobber? Listen, we don't we don't have much. At the moment in the house because frugal Milan frugal games is failing to provide for his no, wife and his streamer income. This is <laughs> no, it's it's more that Danny's normally the cook and um, she's very pregnant at the moment. And <laughs> I remember, don't... I remember that stage. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so we either go to my parents' place to have we had, went there last night to have a meal, or we maybe order a bit of takeaway, or something really basic for dinner so that means there's no leftovers which means there's no lunch which means i'm having butter on toast for lunch that's fine i was saying to it i said to you just before we went live spoiler alert i already knew what matt was eating because i saw him carry the plate into the room but um i think sometimes just a bit of butter on toast is it hits the spot man especially if it's like a late night you know, like maybe you're, you're a fuckwit like me and stream till 1am and then you're hungry again because you ate dinner 700 hours How ago. How do you do that? How do you do that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm streaming until you nearly get... <laughs> I, look, I've got to gotta rain my shit in because I'm staying up until like 1am on a fucking Monday night <laughs> and then getting up at 6 to go to work. So <laughs> I don't know. What maybe that's doing? why I'm angry all the fucking time. <laughs> Just oh, tired. Boy. I'm not really that. I'm really a friendly, nice guy. <laughs> what are you yeah. doing in Destiny though? Get me up just to fucking luck. around. Just, just, I didn't. Even, I just played Iron Banner. I, like genuinely on, on Monday night we did trials. So, I, like nothing important. I just have really, really poor self control. Where uh, if I have a good game, like on Wednesday night playing Iron Banner, it was I, I got the glaive out and was stabbing the shit out of people with it and was just cackling my ass off. Really, and it was like. Oh, oh, well, that was fun. We'll go another one. And then I look at the clock and it's like fucking 12.30. I'm like, shit, all right, bye, i got to go. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, I mean, I don't know if you've discovered this yet. Glaving in sixes is a thing. It's a fun is thing. Is it really? Yeah, it really is. It It's stupid because... How come? Because you just block and then you get nice and close or what? No, you just, it's just so fast. <laughs> and, and the lunge range is like... Basically the same as Synthesept. So you're like, if you were anywhere near anyone, you just hit them with that the three three stab combo and they're dead. It's um, look. Do you have a Do you ever start with a with a shoe? I mean, you can do that, I suppose, because you can. No, nah, no, nah, Sass worked it out. It's quicker to stab than shoot, and that's that's the quickest. But honestly, just go in and and fucking spam your your melee button. 
well, and stab the shit out of people. But I, I, I was dreading that step because the boys were talking about it before I got there in the Iron Banner quest where it says, I think you've either got to snipe or use the glaive. And I thought, well, fuck it. I'll use the glaive because I'm, I'm shit ass at sniping because I haven't done it for two years. So I got the glaive out and was within half a game laughing my ass off because, I mean, it's theoretically a very easy thing to counter, but maybe it's just that no one was really expecting it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Well, I had a good time. Fuck it. I'm going to give it a shot. Um, I think my schedule is about to calm down again. I um, think I'll be back in the routine of, you know, not making a video every second day. Every second day. <laughs> which is what I've done since Witch Queen released. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's it's always been like that, riding the wave when big content releases come out and, and sort of... You know, you can get back into the maintenance period and, you know, we just keep on top of everything and, and get into the fucking, you know, get catch, up, catch up on some sleep and some rest and all that shit because you're going to need it because the bub's just around the corner. <laughs> when's, 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 it, when's, when's your bubba due, right? Is End it this of May. De- this de- no, so it's probably next Destiny season. I don't know when it ticks over. I was looking, when we get to the twob, I was looking at the twob and I'm like, Shit. There's dates in there that are, <laughs> that are planned that I'll have a child. Yeah, Me. it's a bit of a trip, eh? You, yeah. <laughs> you of all people. <laughs> it's wholesome as fuck, though. I like, remember do you reckon, that. Like, there's a fair few of the, the Destiny creators now with the kids. I reckon we might have to start getting some baby baby stuff sponsor. Yeah, fucking Nan, bloody gold plus the <laughs> baby formula. I don't know. I mean, you did solo. Like, can we just talk about that? <laughs> Oh, yeah, we talk about good. Maddie's solo segment. Like, look, we're going to talk about Destiny. There's not all that much Wait, happening, but we're definitely going to talk about solo? it. I can do that. We, Maddie, like, I don't know. Did they pick you specifically for this because of the mustache? Is that what happened? Because it made, like, the, the video that you showed before you started I know. of Solo Man, like, from probably before we were both born, in all honesty. Like, yeah, it was like 84 or something 80s. like that. Yeah, the, <laughs> like... I was only just around, right? And there is this dude with a glorious mustache in his green and gold fucking singlet. I don't know, was he doing running or some shit? He's like a triathlon. Yeah. Yeah. Being being some kind of, you know, nineteen eighties alpha male. And I there were basically it was that the the meme. <laughs> I can't tell these images apart. It's just basically Matt from 40 years ago and Matt, the current day version. Um, you know. Yeah, for those who don't know Solo, it's like a soft drink here, and um, it's amazing. I, no, no cap, I fucking like it. It's one of my, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> so I was like, it's like, look, perfect. It's like me getting a fucking creaming, like Kirk's creaming soda. Oh <laughs> like yeah, I was thinking about it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweet those motherfuckers and see if I can do something. But there's nothing iconic with Kirk's. <laughs> you know, there's no '80s ads with some fucking I don't know metalhead or something. The the <laughs> best perfect. thing was like. Um, it it was, they they said, you know, we got this spot like Twitch. Look here, bit of behind the curtains because you don't often hear about this, and I'm here yep. to tell you because you know, I've come from the side of peasants to the <laughs> side of gods. Could Twitch Twitch streamers? Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, sorry <about> that. <laughs> you fucking hate to toot my own horn, but toot toot. <laughs> Fuck it, go on. <laughs> No, any no, come on, it's my first sponsorship. No, you're allowed. Go for it. Be proud of yourself. Eight years, mate. And uh yeah, Twitch actually 
contact you and on like behalf of solo and they have like you know a little fucking present little powerpoint presentation of, of what you go what you like the overlays you need and and all the other stuff and look i've worked with a fair few sponsors now and specifically on youtube when you got to like film a segment it's very like you just be you and then <laughs> you be you but also do all of these things that we want you yes. to do in the tone yes. we want thank you very much exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> and then it's like uh um solo was fucking awesome they're like okay they're like so the thing that we want you to do is do a hard activity solo and then like okay that's it do I tell them I like doing solo dungeons by myself and I would probably do it anyway? Yeah, well, this is what I was going to be doing anyway. Also, I have the appropriate level of mustache. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> so, look, it was really cool. And um, I, I got some Americanos to purchase fucking solo on Amazon. So we're going to do like a... I want to see what they make of it. Yes, yeah, it's one of those things same. that it's like when Vegemite makes it to America and they're like, why the fuck would you eat this? But we yeah. all grew up on it, so we don't know any different. And it's, yeah. you know, to us, it's, yeah, it's Vegemite. Like, we know what it tastes yeah. like. It's, you, you get on with it. I'm interested to see what they make of Solo. I'm interested mm -hmm. to see where it lands. Um, it might, I don't know. Who knows? It could, you could, it could be inroads here. It could be, you know, this could be how Solo finally breaks over to the American market. Yeah, I'm telling them, like, if they, if they, if they want to make a new generation of Solo ads that's about esports, I mean, I can, I, <laughs> Why do you laugh so hard? Because <laughs> I'm just imagining like the, like the glory, like because those ads they're pretty dated. They're, they're like yeah. it's yeah. all machismo shit of like this guy's just running down the street, some kind of athlete, and like all I can see is just you sitting in your chair. <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't know if you missed the beginning of it because I was like, because you know they had all those like slow mos. I'm like, guys, slow mo this, and just like slight mouse movements. Yeah. Click, 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 click. Just a vacant expression on your face. Mad at <laughs> fucking 15, so 15 hours into a bloody day one raid. <laughs> hey, they got the best advertising because uh, they because there's a minimum spend on it, like how much stuff you can get from Woolworths. So they, they yep. sent me basically four fucking cases of Solo. <laughs> so <laughs> Daddy, Daddy's been handing out Solo like a fucking... Like Father Christmas at work. She's like, dude, we got. To <laughs> my husband's in, my husband's endorsed. <laughs> if you, I've got the solo connections. <laughs> the other thing that I I laughed at, uh, I was sitting. I watched. I watched most of most of the stream with with my oldest daughter, and she was. You know, she thought it was very funny. She. It's probably the first time she's ever engaged. Like, you know, like I don't encourage my kids to watch Matt because I don't want my kids to grow up anything like me. <laughs> so I'm hoping they'll do better in their life. <laughs> I imagine that, you know, the other half of just about everything I do on the internet, Matt being an influence on them is probably not the, the greatest thing, but she sat and, we, and she watched it and there was the bit where you went out to the fridge in the garage that is where all the drinks are and I got this, like, look of everyone in my house except me just go, <laughs> we have basically an identical fridge that's just full of beer. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to send you a picture. I don't know if that's it's, everywhere else in the world does that. It all it's universal. Like so that's what I was checking in with the chat. I was like, is guys, it, do you have a fridge in your garage that is either full drinks. of soft drink or beer? Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, was like, yeah, that's it's got both in it. It's got like cans of coke yeah. and all that sort of shit and beer and I don't know. And there's 
I, I think there's like <laughs> soft, like some kind of home brand soft drink that we bought for a party when my eldest was like five and she's now 12. So <laughs> it's still sitting in there just when I mean, no one's really sure what it is and no one's bothered to throw it in the bin yet, but it's, it's, it's there. <laughs> but yeah. no, it was good. It was good. Uh, a good a good moment and uh, and good to do those kinds of things. Um, do we want to dive into talking about this week in Destiny? Because like I after a couple of weeks ago, where we had a, a more in depth conversation about the season of the Risen story, and I felt a little bit bad. Um, I'm looking forward to talking to you about it yeah. this week and basically yeah, I mean, not feeling bad about it at all again. I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was like, you're right, you're right. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, okay. Let's let's do that. Let's start off with the the season of the risen story from this week. Um, so, what, what did we have? More or less, we went on another mission. We went to the Scarlet Keep, or you know, outside the Scarlet Keep. Yeah, to stop they, some they basically big bad worked ritual. out what the the Lucent Hive are up to, which is uh, they were trying to summon or manifest Savathun's throne to the moon, and more specifically, you know, near the Scarlet Keep, essentially. Yeah, and. Uh, to launch an invasion on Earth that way, which is a bit of a like bit of a callback to Destiny One, like the whole hive invasion plan, like use a moon as moon. a yep. launching yeah, point. as a as a launching point. So yeah, you know, guarding goes, yeah, no problem. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, no, nah, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, yeah, no, nah. turns up, goes and kicks the shit out of it. You know what? I think it's the definitely the coolest of the Psyops bloody uh battlegrounds or whatever we're calling them, the the Psyops activities. Mm-hmm. I think it's that 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 one's my favorite by far. Mainly because of our cabal friend that is at the end of the start bit that just sort of like I want to I want to help him I want to help him jump over that crevasse so that he can hang out for the rest of the the mission because it's oh you cool. don't know what there's a you way know, to do he that. appears in like the next section and you can save him you can actually save essentially told me that it was all scripted and you couldn't and I believed him because he's, no there's he's a triumph pure. there's a triumph to save the cabal to save him yeah. Well, I know what I'm doing all evening until I've done it. Saved his life so, then and never do the activity again. Yeah, you know the um, the bit where the two ogres kill him? I don't know if you noticed that. It's actually got to be really quick to see it. So you'd need to be like coordinated and Izanagi snipe the ogres or something. Something like that. I, don't, yeah. I actually don't know. But yeah, um, you, as you go into a certain area, there's like a bridge and there's two ogres. And if you're actually looking, you can see him go down. I was like, no, and then Chad's like, you can save him, you can save him. There's a triumph to save him, and then I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. That was beautiful. That's that's what you want. You yeah. want to be able to save your big cabal friend. Oh, I like it. Like you know, remember when this we got this is how Mythrax started. This when we is literally how Mythrax started. Remember when we got Spiky Boys for the first time in Forsaken, and everyone was like, yeah. this is the best shit ever. And it's kind of like something that we've started to take for granted a little bit. I didn't take that one for granted. I like the big gigantic cabal dude. I thought. Yeah, I start, I, like, admittedly, I shot him as soon as he got down and then was like, oh, yeah. fuck, he's on our team. Sorry, mate. Uh, anyway, but that mission, very cool. Um, I'm glad that it's added to the, ro- the rotation because the one that starts, um, uh, like, on Earth, I'm not a fan of. Like, I, I don't like it. It's not, not the one in the EDZ, the other one. I'm trying to think of the name. I'm just in the Cosmodrome. Yeah. For whatever reason, I get this like annoying overlay bug thing where it's trying to tell me how to fast travel for the entire duration. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like you can fast travel by holding back on you. <laughs> like, fuck. I've been playing this game for a decade or like, fuck off. 
I blame Shawhan. Like, fucking, he's definitely done. He's cursed me somehow because I've said so much nasty shit about him. Um, mm-hmm. So, right, springboarding from that, we go and we, you know, we go in and we we capture the, or we, we allow the scions to get in the mind of one of the, um, I don't know, what are they called? Risen Hive. Lucent yeah, Hive. Hive. That's it. That was the word I was looking for. Yep. And then it all goes to pot, right? So do, do, you to wanna, do you want to walk us through it? Because I think you've probably gone point for point through it better than I have. I was very angry <laughs> at the end of this. I will, I will not lie. So, yeah, you go back to Helm and the, like, <laughs> psychic interrogation section is all messed up and Crow's on his knees going, crying a little bit. And then Saladin's like, what have you done? And the Scion's dead. And then Saladin works out that Crow shut down the system, which... uh essentially killed the Scion and the Lucent Hive that were captured there. If you read the lore entry, it's pretty graphic. Uh, it like talks about how the, the Scion dies very painfully in front of, in front of Crow. <laughs> like reaching out of his mind like, pain, pain. I reckon they could have reused that voice line. I reckon it would have been a hit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. And... Uh, Obviously, this was like Cardle's emissary and under technically our care during this operation, and uh, Crow's just gone out and killed it. So from there, we end up in a position where, you know, the the Star Wars Episode One life debt is owed <laughs> to yeah, uh, so to Cardle. We go to the we go to the tower and have a cut scene with. Um, Zavala, Saladin, Crow, and Cuddle, and she's like, "Well, it's the Cabal way—a life for a life." She goes into back snap, Crow, and uh, Zavala powers up a an arc fist, and then Saladin jumps in front and's like, "Nah, take me instead, bro." And she acknowledges his bravery and says, "Well, rather than kill you, you can be on my wall council for the rest of your life," which is forever because he's a guardian. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so I don't know. I was I was pretty filthy at the end of this because I, I I'd kind of come around to the the you know the the opaque ethics of of what we were doing, and yeah. then to, the second I came out and and Crow was we went back to the helm and Crow was having a big old sulk. I was like, this motherfucker just needs to be thankful that I'm not allowed to shoot weapons or punch in this space because I'll be on you like flies on shit. It was the weakest shit ever. And then at the end he goes something like, you understand, don't you? And I'm like, mate, <laughs> fucking barking up the wrong tree. I can't copy him. I can copy him even less than I can or could copy him already. He's the kind of dude who, like, fair enough, he's been through some shit, but he projects that shit onto every single situation he's in entirely and it shits me. Bro definitely lost some points with the community this week, which is interesting to see. Like, people going, oh, no, like, not, yeah. uh, you sort of stuffed up there. And look, he did stuff up. He was doing what he thought was right, but. Yeah, but sometimes it's... when you don't understand things, and I say don't this to it. my children, don't touch it. if you don't know what it does, don't touch it. If you don't know what it is, 
don't fucking touch it. Oh, I don't swear at them. I try not to anyway, unless they're really naughty. Um, <laughs> but, you know, just just stay away from it. And this is this is an exact case of that. You know, like he's taking well, ScoMo. Oh no. Yeah, li- literally. Like he's he's basically Scott Morrison with the welder out an inch from his face and no visor down. He's just just stay the fuck out of it, mate. You don't know what you're doing. You was meddling. that real? That was real. Yes. Yes. Our he, prime minister tried to weld without the welder's mask on. Yes. Yeah, I, that actually happened. Was... <laughs> did he fucking get eye damage? Well, he, he definitely did, but he didn't admit it. <laughs> you could see him fucking staggering his way around Parliament House the day after. <laughs> he would say, oh, I'm all right. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> like, I don't know if you've ever been in, like, where shit's being welded. I see it every day. <laughs> It happens at work. It will fuck your eyes if you look at it for like more than he's probably lucky he's not done if he hasn't done irreversible damage to his eyesight. It is like staring unfiltered into the eye of the sun. It is it will fucking destroy you. So yeah. Anyway. What moron. Um I don't know. I I, do, I really do think that uh, they they put a lot of effort into getting Crow to a position where we you know Everyone kind of empathised with him. And I feel like, as you said, a lot of that's really been undone in this because it seems like that's that's where I'm at with him. I'm like, look, man, fair enough. You've been through some shit and it's not nice shit. And, you know, not knowing who you are uh, and being sort of punished for who you were and then getting all your memories back and everything's fucking weird and all of that, that's fine. But it's that projection of that into every single thing. And I guess, you know, it's, it's just part of who he is. But... Fuck, it's annoying. Like, you shouldn't be there. If you can't handle it, can't handle it, get out of the kitchen. Just distance yourself from it a bit. I'm hoping that you're going to, like, give me some reason not to just every time I see him from now on go, look at this fuckwit, <laughs> because that's kind of where I'm at. That's the hard thing. I, I, I've got nothing for you. In fact, it actually just gets worse because I, I, I've actually read some more law entries that talk about the Hive and Finch's experience. Yep. And he just describes them as literal, pure evil and monsters. <laughs> so all of the shit we were concerned about in the first week, the ethics yeah. of it is like, no, nah, they actually are just outright fuckwits. Um, and yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? As much as one of I'm them happy. was being treated horribly and, you know, like being fucking held down by an ogre and tortured into, you know, serving Sabathun, I, I still think that by and large they're just evil fucking shit, right? So... I don't know. I mean, Finch could just be saying that to get on our right side too. I don't trust him. I'm still a bit iffy on Finch. Still a bit. Nah, I've read keen. the book with about Finch now. I think he's okay. All right. Well, I'll accept that, given that I've read no books. So he, fair enough. He he talks about how they. Uh, as soon as you like bond with a hive, he felt <clears> like they're evil, trying to corrupt him, like straight away, kind of deal. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Fair enough. Like I mean, they, they all have a worm, and the worms are born straight of the witness. So. Yuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other side of the coin, though, Salad Bowl becoming uh, what is it, Primus? Is it Primus, the title that he was given? Bracus. Bracus, that's it. I knew it was one of the two. I'm mixing up Bracus my, Forge. My Warhammer. Fucking Bracus Forge. I reckon he came out of it fine. And then it was like, you go to him. I know. And we're like, yeah, don't worry about the Iron Banner. Coddle's like, yeah, fucking go and do it anyway. And she's got a few ideas of her own. So literally nothing has changed in his life. <laughs> He's all good. <laughs> But we've got a reason to be pissed off with Crow. So <laughs> I don't know. I thought you know him putting his cock on the block for the for the to resolve the situation and stop the bloodshed was uh, 
was noble and like it kind of had become a character that annoyed me as well. So maybe I'm just angry. Who knows? <laughs> I thought I thought it was good. That ends Zavala coming in with a big, you know, like, ooh, now that we've got a, a human voice on, you know, her uh, I don't know, what is it, like board or panel or what's the word they use? <laughs> War Council. War Council, there we go. On the board of Cabal Org. <laughs> Cabal Corp. Cabal.org. <laughs> I think it's 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 kind of worked out to be a good thing all, all the way around, except that a scion died in screaming pain, so that's kind of bad. Um, very good. All right. Oh, let's, what's that? Megaton's got a good question, and some people may have missed it, and I probably would have missed it if I didn't have chat. Because so after it becomes Brackus Forge, you do get a radio message from Lord Saladin just saying goodbye to Young Wolf and that kind of stuff. And there's also a um, a section that uh, is addressed to Crow, sort of saying goodbye to Crow. A little bit of like, I hope you learn your lesson. Your actions have consequences. Uh, I've left some. I left something for you, and it wasn't in the other room. It was actually in that room, leaning against the radio. Was the Iron Lord axe and a medallion, and that's what for uh, Crow. Left for Crow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I didn't pick up on that. I missed that. So that's. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's. You know, he sees him in not necessarily the same way he sees Zavala, but he's definitely sort of adopted that, not necessarily father-son, but stewardship role of he was trying to guide uh, Crow. Who's, he mentored him. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. I'm re- doing really terrible with thinking of words. So I got you so. covered. Yeah, I know. I'll I'm glad you're here, Matt. It'd be a fucking he, boring he, podcast he, if you weren't. <laughs> he, um, he mentored Crow, and Crow now shares a lot of similarities in his, like, narrative arc with Saladin, right? Because Saladin yep. went through the whole guilt of the Seaver and yep. and also being his the one experiences survivor. as an Iron Lord and Warlords and making mistakes and consequences. And that's sort of some of the knowledge he was trying to give to Crow. And then Crow's been reborn, completely fucks up. He's got bloodshed on his hands, essentially. And, you know, he's got that same weight and burden that Saladin's been carrying around. And now Saladin's basically on vacation. He's like, hell yeah, brother. I'm on a war council. I'm on a war I council. Am- I get to come back every month and see us all for fucking Iron Banner. I wonder if they're actually going to change Iron Banner up a bit now that keitel has got apparently some influence in it. It would be nice because yeah. I guess that's the other thing we can springboard into and probably a little decent little segue that I've accidentally stumbled onto there is that uh-huh. Iron Banner is, is Iron Banner still is not changed in any shape, way, or form at all. But you had fun in it. I, I mean, look, I, I was kind Has of... Has it changed? I was kind of... I don't know. I kind of, It doesn't bother me as much as it seems to bother other people. It's... Um, I think one thing that I never care about is whether I win or lose a game. I just worry about whether I play good or I play shit, right? Like, trials, yeah, I care if I win or lose, but control or fucking Iron Banner or any of that shit, I don't, I don't care if I win. And I think a lot of people take the the losing personally, so the lobby balancing and all of that sort of shit that comes along really pisses them off. Where I think I don't know, just go in with a few mates and have a fucking laugh and and get you get yourself through it. Some of the quests are fucking painful. The one that's ability kills, there's one that's super kills, and if you're playing void, right, especially if you're a void titan, fucking forget about it. Go and play something else because it takes so long to get your super up. <laughs> like with the with the banner shield super. 
you you you, you like not won't even get one up. <laughs> so you've got to change to something else. Throw hammers on and, and do that. But um, yeah, I mean, look, I was kind of like, this is fine. And then I got up to the part where it said put a glaive or a sniper rifle on, and then I really started having fun out of nowhere, and I wouldn't have expected it. I, I don't think glaives are worth all that much in terms of like their capacity as a ranged weapon. But there was a, a moment where we were on Anomaly and a guy was on B and I ran at him with the glaive and he saw me coming and obviously he didn't have a shotgun and he kind of like jumped backwards out into the middle area and he's up in the air and I just ran in and pushed melee and I like it pulled me up into the air and I'm just like stab, stab, stab. <laughs> like Just the, the melee suck or whatever you want to call it, the, the magnetism of the thing. I like chased him through the air, spearing him. And at that point I'm like this is this could be me. This is my life now, just stabbing the shit out of people in uh, in, in Iron Banner. Don't you, think we need, don't you think we need a griff ball with glaives? Oh, man. I, I actually hadn't thought about that, but I think that like there's probably – like glaives only, no ranged glaives, just stabbers only, like like the old slappers only. Slappers only from yeah, like, No more slappers, just just fucking stabbers. <laughs> just I think it'd be good. I think you know, even if they everyone was given the shield, right? Because I know that you've got to, you've got to get successful hits with the weapon to be able to get the shield, like you're charging it up. But if they gave everyone the shield by default, I reckon that would open the door to like parries and shit. And then we can play Mordhau without having to go back to Mordhau, Matt. I think, I think we can do that. How about the boys? How about the boys? <laughs> Greatest cries of all time. Um, I don't know. That's my what have you what have you been up to this week? What did what are you what have you kicked over in Destiny? Uh we did a law raid with Aztacross, which was pretty He cracks me up. So it was I haven't caught it yet. Was it amazing? Uh yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, we had we even had Kujay on there too, actually. Nice. We had Asacross, Kujay, and some of his other regular raid team. Um, literally one-faced every encounter. Still took two hours because we were basically <laughs> told the entire story of Rolk as we went through. That's pretty good. Uh, it was pretty funny, though, because he, he started his stream up and he started watching my, my Rolk video. And someone's like, Jay, he's watching your roll. Because I had to go and like, stop doing I'm This is what I'm telling you live. He's like, I don't know what a law rate is. I'm like, I'm going to show you the Lord. <laughs> I will be there. I will be there. <laughs> you can ask questions as we go. So I think that will be, because um, I've already uploaded that video. So um, like not not the law raid, but, you know, I did a Rolk video. So yep. uh, you should be able to find it on Aztacross's channel um once he's edited it so you know i don't know how long it is but if you missed out you'll be able to you'll be able to check it out um it'd be a, be a pretty novel way you've done this sort of stuff before i remember you doing it fucking doing i'm a ninja way way back in the day after um yeah. Yeah. doing uh what's jesus so this is what i mean my brain has fallen out low raid yes uh back in forsaken so very definitely a, a fun thing to do um, all right, do we want to go through the 12? Because there's a few things in here, right? There's a few dates. Some of them Matt will start getting angsty about because he will be a dad by then. But uh, we can, we can yeah. go through that. I mean, we've already talked about the seasonal story in Iron Banner. That's the start of it. All right, we're saving the dates for, uh, I mean, this week we've got Iron Banner and a new PsyOps mission. Legendary Legend PsyOps Battlegrounds and uh, Vow of the Disciple Challenges next week. Uh, I don't know if I'm emotionally ready for 
Valve Disciple challenges. I probably need to go in and do another completion and then start getting my head around what, I mean, who knows what these challenges are. Um, Trials Labs zone capture on April 1st. <laughs> I want them to do a Trials Labs where there's just no fucking flawless pool. That, that would that would have made my fucking month. If that, that I haven't gone back to Trials. Yeah, look, and I think a lot of people are in the same boat. I played um, Monday night. I played with Sass and Nick, so just, you know, me being Yoda in Sassy's backpack to some extent. Um, and it's pretty fucking sweaty, like straight out of the gate. There's, you know, it's 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 pretty rough. So I, I don't think uh, – to me it felt like um, trials when the population in trials was was really starting to dwindle. So worrying that it's in that state – sort of its its first real week back. Um, I hope that it gets better. But at the same time, I think a lot of people are like, well, you know, this isn't what I want out of this game mode. I'm just not going to do it. And the PvE is so good at the moment. Like, why would you? Unless you were chasing stuff like I am. Um, Grandmaster Nightfalls, April 5th. So a few weeks to get yourself up to max level um, and, and be ready for that. I'm looking forward to that. I actually enjoyed it at the tail end of last season and I'm not normally a strike boy, so there's that. Um, April 8th, Trials Freelance, so you can get in and, you know, try and knock a few things over there in, a, in the solos. Uh, Iron Banner again on the 12th of April, Vow of Disciple, Master Difficulty, April 19th. How fucking hard do you reckon this is going to be? Do you what feel level like- is it normally? I don't know. I'm not going to get into, like, <laughs> I haven't got my head around it, but I know that the difference between normal Vogue... <laughs> And fucking Master Volk is very pronounced. <laughs> so I'm a little I'm a little concerned where we might end up with uh Val the Disciple. I think Raul Normal, may normal well be Val just... is pretty fucking easy now. Yeah, I know. It's enjoyable. It's like you, you can go in there and have fun and talk shit. And aside from the third encounter, right? The the rush, rush, rush one, whose name I always forget. Um that, that like that's my concern with that. Everything else you can break down and sort of force yourself to be able to take that time section with is always and process like, it. That you just can't, and you you put a heap of enemies that hit heaps harder. And like yeah. if they put fucking two champions in there, like good luck. <laughs> You're gonna have to be able to break people up like at a moment's notice by fucking you know champion mods and stuff. I think I think it could get really fucking hairy. So I'm interested to see how hard that is. I'm living in fear. It's one of those things that, like, I'm going to have to do at some point, but I don't know that I particularly want to. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm glad that I've done I've done Val a fair few times now. Well, not a fair few. I've done it every week. Um, I'm pretty comfortable with the encounters and nearly all the roles. So I'd be interested because I haven't really been at that level for a while, and I'm not at pinnacle level yet, but um, be able to get there, I think. So... I'm definitely keen to keen to give it a bash. Yeah, because you know I talked a big game about saying I don't like master difficulty, so I do want to see what it's like. But I'm gonna say I'm not gonna enjoy it. I um yeah, I mean for me the issue has always been that it feels kind of inorganic. Like there's always been that really, you know things. Yeah, look, we know what we'll do. We'll get through this, and then we'll talk about your lock and key tweet. Because I think yeah. that is Dude, the, that was a shower thought, and I went well. You're right. Like some <laughs> look, it's 
it was the most articulately I've seen it put. We'll circle back in a minute. Um, all right, so Trials Lab Zone Capture again on April 22nd. Uh, Guardian Games, May 3rd to May 24th. Yep. I've already I tweeted joking I'm going to dust off my spreadsheet. I'm not doing another fucking spreadsheet. Any activity that takes a spreadsheet to win isn't an activity. It's a test, so don't do it. <laughs> uh, have you heard of law? <laughs> Look, yours takes a Word document. <laughs> It's like a literature test. <laughs> Mine's like a maths test. Uh, I tweeted about that. The first thing I, I think the first response I got back, I hate Guardian Games. Everyone will just fight again. And that's probably what's going to happen. I, it'll just get bitter and horrible like it always does. And I hope it doesn't, but I can't pretend like I'm super psyched up for it. I hope that they somehow cook the books so Warlocks win and then we can just retire this sorted chapter to the history of, you know, wherever the fuck they put faction rallies. Just put it in the same cupboard. We don't really need it. Think of something else. Um, and then look, we've got another freelance trials on May 6th, community voted map. So it's going to be Javelin 4. Um, May 10, Iron Banner. And May 20, Trials Labs, Freelance and Zone Capture, all at the same time. Um, I'll be that. All right. So... Look, oh, we might go through the crafting stuff because it's it's pretty pretty significant. Um, so I'm not going to pretend like I've got my head around like why things are being made redundant within a system that's only a month old. Um, but it seems to me, mainly through listening to Sassy's whingings, that it's kind of just out of kilter. Like he was full on most of the of the. Um, like adroit, ruinous, all that sort of stuff. Sitting yeah, I'm on, maxed on all my sitting elements, on yeah. shitloads of them, but didn't have enough of the the neutral element to do anything. So he's like, I'm basically wasting the capacity of a weapon to try and get that. Um. So sort of in that vein, uh, you know, it doesn't surprise me that they're going well. There's there's probably a little bit here that we can either fine fine tune or, or remove entirely. So I think that that's that's kind of the case. Um. So ruinous, adroit, mutable, drowned, and energetic elements will be removed from next season, uh, and this the, the entire system will be streamlined. Now, I've seen some negative takes on this, like, oh, you only just brought a system in and you're already deleting half of it, fucking bungee. But for me, I look at this and go, well, you know, maybe it was just too far advanced for them to be able to address it before Witch Queen actually dropped. And doing it at the start of this following season and addressing it then isn't the worst thing in the world. You know, it's 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 kind of uncomfortable now. Like it's a system that um, crafting, I've, I've crafted a few weapons, but I haven't exported as, as fully as others definitely have. Um, so I'm not going to pretend like I'm, I'm a fucking authority on it. Maddie, what do you think of it? What do you make of it? So, look, we obviously had a talk on Destiny Community Podcast yesterday. And so without going yep. through all this text again, I think initially they had the idea that part of the grind was to... If you wanted rampage, you were gonna to have to find a gun with rampage yep. on it. And, and I remember them. Rampage. I remember them speaking about that in Twob's leading into it that you would need to go yeah. out and like basically yeah. draw an element off a weapon to yeah. then be able to imbue something. with So it. it still has that grinding aspect. And then of course they had they had technical difficulties because it's just so many different perks. You couldn't do that. So they made perk yeah. pools, and that's where the you know the ruinous and the droid and the mutable stuff. Came it comes from. into it, yeah. Yeah, so you have these perk pools, um, which is what, what it got shipped with. I think they probably went to the nuclear option pretty quick. I 
think they probably could have just bumped the cap up of everything to see yep. how players would have reacted to that. I mean, if you're going to get rid of it, why not just make it? Un- I, I don't know anything about the technical difficulties. Maybe it is a technical thing. Like, why not just, if you're going to like scrap it, why, why not test what it looks like with an unlimited or at least a very high cap, you know, yeah, put 10,000 on each or whatever. Yep. Or, or, or even 1,000 would have been, well, that's what it's going to. Element of caps doing 1,000, which I, so they're doing that before next season, right? Starting next Tuesday, it's going to be up to 1,000. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the neutral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It almost feels like it would have been interesting to see what that looks like before. Before the getting rid of that we're getting things. rid of it entirely. So, that, so then what, it, what it's going to be is just the RNG for the red borders. Yep. Um, and you're just going to use that. You're going to level them up and you're going to extract neutral element from it, which yeah, I don't have. Ev- everything will be drawn from that. There's no, yeah. the, you know, effectively the, the whole system where things, the perks were associated with different types of elements and whatever, that's gone. It's over. It's in the bin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I understand where, you, where you're coming from, but the one thing that I didn't think Destiny needed ever at any point was more fucking currencies. And there is like, what, one, two, three, four, five that we're getting rid of yeah. there. And I'm happy about yeah. that because. Yeah, they're getting rid of all of them. And that, I think that's like. I guess what I'm trying to say is I get why they went down this pathway initially um, to try keep the loot chase in. Yeah, to get you caring about only... the role on a weapon that you, like maybe a weapon that you won't use, but it has a perk that you will, you know? Like maybe you don't like bows, but you get one with Rampage on it. I want Rampage for this other gun I'm planning on making. But... I think the only um, – I don't think this is the – will be an issue, but, you know, remember when Bungie got rid of random rolls and you could just get everything very easily and then the entire community fucking blew up and was like, we fucking hate this. This is bullshit. I've got nothing to do. Yep. Like, if this – I don't think it will make weapon crafting really easy because I think the RNG is going to be in the red borders. Yeah, and, and I mean, there's still a really hefty grind. Like, if you're talking about raid weapons, crafting raid weapons that you need to dismantle. See, that's a good system. Of. I like, I like that a lot. Yeah. Because you still have to play the game. You have to get the things. You have to but get you the know, five raid you weapons. You know what you need to do, and you can you can target yeah. it. I think it's yeah. And and there's also a guaranteed way to get it. Um, yeah. I don't think it's been an issue, but I am. I, I do get flashbacks, and I remember being at the summit and having creators yell at the devs, going, "We want random rolls back so we can grind." <laughs> and it's like, okay, you can have random okay. rolls back, right? Yep, very good. I think the other thing, mm-hmm. and I know that a lot of people are anticipating that, you know, all of the weapons that we've seen in this season, you know, like funnel web and all of that sort of shit, that we're going to be able to craft them. I don't think that's ever going to be the case for exactly nah. the reason you're talking about. Yeah, I don't think so. It's yeah. going to be like a limited amount of crafting stuff just so you keep the grind in there. You know, like you can go and get a red border on a fucking summoner. I don't think they're ever putting that in the fucking crafting pool. You know, like it's <laughs> it's just not going to happen. So, I mean, maybe maybe there's something where, you know, once a weapon has been in the pool for so long, then maybe it's considered to be crafted. But I don't necessarily think that 
we're ever going to see that. I don't think like there will always be weapons that you just have to chase. And I don't necessarily think that, I mean, Ragnhild had its sort of fucking its glory day week one when it was fucking broken and they fixed it and it's sort of come back to the pack. I think uh, likely suspect is pretty good fucking fusion. If you can, you know, you can make a really decent role, but I don't think that, you know, all of these weapons are able to be made best in class. I think that, you know, there's some there that are sort of really fucking good and then others that are pretty middling. So I don't know that, like, the crafting of... I I doubt anyone... What I'm getting at is that I doubt anyone's going to be able to set them up with an entire fucking suite of weapons to do everything they want to do without engaging with RNG, you know? No one's going to be able to craft all of their weapons and their whole, you know, their whole setup. I don't think it can happen. So... Yeah. Look, uh, chats, I'm going to give you a triple uppercut, okay? (laughs) There there are going to be things that you'll be able to craft that will fit into your loadout. Like like that rocket launcher. You're like, you know what? Maybe I, I, I need a, a rocket launcher that for my DPS. Yep. But there might not be something like Funnel Web. That being said, the raid SMG is really fucking good. Yep. And you can go craft that. You and know, the, there's, the, there's seasonal, be, the seasonal sniper that everyone's talking about. What's it called? It's name slipped my mind. But everyone's saying that you can... It, it, there's like, serious perk on it. Yeah, but ultimately it'll be a, a DPS monster. No, the the season of the risen one. Um, I'm sure someone in chat will help me out. Like, yeah, yeah, I know my, what you're talking my about. My brain is just fucking scattered. But like, I think that that's that's kind of the way that like I'll I'll probably piss people off saying this. I don't want a crafting system that takes everything out of the guts of destiny. I want a crafting system that allows you to go in and make something that fills a gap in your loadout. And I think that's probably where yeah. it needs to be. Thoughtless. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, thoughtless. Apparently, if, if you can, brainless, brainless. Yeah, <laughs> I feel attacked, but not unduly. So fair enough. <laughs> um, Look, it's. I think overall, uh, you know, I see what they were doing on paper. I see what they have to remove them. I'm not definitely not upset for removing elements whatsoever. Um, and I think crafting is just going to be. Like you say, it's not going to be supplementary. Yeah, it's going to be supplementary. It's going to be like, for me, it's probably going to be raid weapons and then like one or two things. Yeah. Like, I'm probably, I'm going to be focusing on uh, a raid weapon, probably the pulse rifle. Yep. And, and the rocket launcher. Not the yep. raid rocket, like the, like a, a the pal, whatever it's pal-yurma. called, the rag one. What? The palyurma. Yeah, oh, no, the pal, the pal, yeah, whatever yeah. that one is. Palyurma. Right. You can get some yeah. really crook rolls on that. You, you can make it really strong. So, um, yeah, look, I, I'm happy with that. I feel like it'll, it's a system that will ultimately alleviate a lot of the frustration of people not being able to find exactly what they want out in the wild, but I don't think it takes the chase away from Destiny because the things I still fucking want are things I will still have to go and get in the world. So I'm happy enough with that. Uh, Maddie, do we want to? I'm going to open chat, but do we do we want to quickly talk about your little lock and key video because we spruked it oh, earlier? Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. I mean, it yeah. Is, why not? Now that we've got everyone fired up about yeah, you all got the shits in chat. Why, yeah, everyone's <laughs> freaking out. Uh, maybe YouTubers are driving the car, pulling over, slamming their fucking cereal. I don't agree with this at all. Yeah, okay. Let's talk about. Um, if you don't agree with anything we say on this podcast, feel free to tweet Matt. Because you can tweet me, I will not care. (laughs) Don't tweet the podcast. Don't tweet me. Tweet Matt. (laughs) Okay. It's all engagement. I, um, 
I, I did a lost sector, which I hadn't done since Winter Queen started. And yep. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll do a lost sector. And I was mucking around with my, with my build. I had me, me Titan Void build, and I was doing a couple of different Titan, Titan builds. And um, obviously, I took it into the lost sector and wanted to almost like brute force it with the build just to show that you could use it with high level content and obviously you couldn't it was complete dog shit i'm like okay i don't have these guns on i don't have this on i don't have i don't have something matching the burn and then you know you just completely gut the build and it wasn't really anything to do with the build itself it was like okay well solar burns on so i put gallahorn on and then uh, i need to unstop i need to overload so i put these guns on and then you know it it lost a bit of its flavor and i was like on one hand, you have Bungie with the Void 3.0 and like in Stasis, I guess, too. Like this build crafting system that's coming into place where they're like trying to, they've, they've openly said this is something we like are encouraging and working towards. And that's part of the whole reason for the 3.0 is to give you greater flexibility. And like yep. just crazy shit's come from that, right? Like the builds have just been really cool and really fun and yeah, yeah, I mean, it's fi fireworks. Like the, the amount of conversations I've had about Void 3.0 that sort of pertain to, man, can you imagine what they're going to do with R? Or imagine what they're going to do with Solar? Yeah. And they, like yeah. there's, there's a lot of genuine excitement there. So it's, yeah. been, it's been definitely been a success. Right. Um, and then you have a, uh, a lot of endgame content that I thought of as lock and key, meaning the lock is... For a solo lost sector, it's it's the burn, it's the champions, uh, and it's the shields. And as a solo player, you have to be the key, and you have to do all three of those. Um, and it just you know, you can't always make your build work. Now, I saw a lot of criticism. It's going yes, but I like that. It's fun. It makes me choose different stuff, and I agree. That's what I said in the video. There there is fun in lock and key activities. Uh, an example being Grand Grandmaster Nightfalls. Your team has to work together to yep. include all the things, all the champions, all the burns, all the shields, and between you, it you, you need that to happen, right? And I think that's the the part of GMs as opposed to solo activities that makes it feel a bit more organic, right? In yeah. in that. You know that all flexible. of this shit's going to be in there, right? And if you've run the Nightfall before, you kind of know what enemies you're coming up against and all of that sort of stuff. If not, you could probably watch a guide. And it's that 15-minute conversation before you kick off your night of grinding GMs, all right, who's running this, who's running that? It becomes a team problem to solve before you get into yeah. the encounter, Yeah, right? Yeah. I like And that. you all become a fraction of the key, right? And yes. so you can still keep a lot of your builds or, or craft a build specifically for that encounter. But you're the guy who does overloads or fucking whatever. You yeah. know, you've got your sub role yeah. as well. My um, issue is I feel like more endgame content is mainly lock and key rather than run whatever you like to, to complete it. Yeah. And having a different level of difficulty, not because of an, uh, an overload or an unstop or a certain shield type, but, you know... You if you look at something model. like, yeah, if you look at something like dungeons, dungeons are probably the best example of, especially if you play them solo, of end game content that you can solve any way you want. Yep. And I think that is like the pinnacle experience of end game PVE content that's not lock and key. And 
contest mode on uh, the raid is also a great example of that. Even though you do have a couple of champs in there, there with six people, you don't even you just yeah, basically you just ignore them. them. You just gank them, right? Like yeah. yeah. Or you know, once again, because there's so many people, you got six people. You only need yeah, yeah a, couple a couple that people. have got the mod on, or you know, whatever. So I guess it sparked a greater conversation about as Bungie then does the rework for, for Solar and Ark and doubles even more down on play the game the way you want to play it, build your garden the way you want to build it. Does the end game content that we have, too, is it too restrictive? And does champions need to be looked at again? To, or does there just need to be other end game activity? Like that, it's not like that. I think, like coming at it shooting from the hip, and thinking about like how to how to solve this since your tweet, and like and I said it like when I retweeted it that like it's something that we've sort of we've discussed on and off for a while now, and it comes around every now and then. Like I mean, I, I mentioned it when I saw the champions in the raid, and I thought, fuck, I don't know that they really belong there. I don't know that that's really the way. Um, Really, you know, champions in the raid have no fucking reason to be there. Yeah, and and I was kind of like, I don't like the fact that like I spent you know a couple of hours just making a build for day one raid race, and then got into the first encounter. I went, oh fuck, this champions here, and you know maybe I should have known, and maybe that's part of the way raids work now and whatever. But I I think that like in raising the the um the example of dungeons right a three man activity that doesn't really have that that you can tackle anyway and i think that raids should probably be the same master i'm willing to forgive because master is about making the activity as fucking punishing as possible and i i respect that but a normal raid should be you go and tackle it your way you know like and i feel it you know if if we do go down the line of a contest mode modifier being selectable for the raid, then I think it should be that way as well. The, yeah, the- see, I, I think if you had you had dungeons right, which are, which are already great, solve whatever you want. Yep. You have contest mode raid, yep, right, without a, additional champions and shields and burns and all that bullshit. Just contest mode raid, which just caps your power level. Yeah, they're two really great end game PVE activities. There's not you know lock and key, and then and then and then I you move like in. S- then you move into like stuff that is made deliberately ridiculous like gms like you need to be on your shit and not just like be playing well but be working with your friends really well and all of that sort of stuff to to make it work and i think a master raid being the equivalent of that is is probably fair enough yeah i I definitely don't want to get rid of that stuff because i do think there is fun i do think there's lots there are positives for that kind of content because it does make you consider different builds and, and do some variety. Yeah, use it. But I weapon. also think Bungie needs to provide opportunity when you spend like th- and 30 minutes really like thinking about a build and like I'm gonna do this and this is gonna make it well and then this is gonna be you know you, you make you put this time into it. And then it's like oh hang <laughs> on make, no I've got to take you that get off because I like, need this mod on and I uh, need to run this gun and yeah, it's all redundant. Yeah. yeah. Yeah and you know you need you need places you need end game locations to take your builds to. Otherwise, what's the fucking point of doing a build? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I mean, I had the most fun last season going into Dares of Eternity just with that fucking hammer build and just whipping the shit out of everything. There always needs to be an activity like that, I think, that, that isn't necessarily an easy activity, 
but that it's kind of like, okay, if your build is fucking stupid, no matter like what you do, it's still stupid here. Like there's tough enemies, but you'll be able to laugh at how quickly you can kill them. I think that's cool. And, I, and maybe that's that can be contest mode raids after people have figured yeah. out the meta of completing the activities and all that sort of stuff. Because yeah. you but, also got legendary campaign too, which is which is another, you know, so you're like they're close to having a nice well-rounded you wouldn't put legendary campaign as like end game, but it's still a good experience that can be challenging solo and require you to think about your build. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think that having the playlist of that campaign as well after the fact would give you, you know, like maybe we need grandmaster campaign missions that are as hard as GM raids, like uh, GM strikes. Sorry, I don't, I don't know, and it, it can be a thing there, right? But I just. I think I think the thing that like we're both sort of skirting around the edges of saying is that we I kind of am am concerned that we're going to end up in a position where all of Defi- Destiny's difficulty is born of blocks, right? Yeah, and you are going to have to be a, be the key, and it's not necessarily going to be um the the key isn't you going and thinking about how best you can approach this. It is okay. These are the things you need to use, and they're kind of pre-stipulated more or less there's maybe two options of the way you could do this and it's it feels very arbitrary it feels very uh you know like it's it feels like bungie deliberately make a decision that okay well this is probably going to (laughs) be the two ways you could do this gm you know this is or or whatever lost sector you know because there's not you don't have the option when you're talking about you know unstop mods and all that sort of stuff so I i just want there to be both i'm happy for both to live in Maybe they yeah. both need like a, a name, like Grandmaster or Master or whatever can be the, the thing with champions and then Contest can be the thing without. And they're both fucking hard. Yeah, I honestly think just adding like Contest mode and Raid would be a great first step. And then um, I do think solo players miss out on end game content that allows them to take in their their preferred build because you just you have solo loss sectors which are extremely restrictive. Unless you're doing dungeons. I guess you're doing dungeons. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But look, I mean, dungeons are ultimately a three-man activity. So, like, (laughs) that's what they're designed for. And I don't know. I don't know. Look, I'm I'm yet the fucking solo one. I still haven't pulled my finger out and done it. So, I'm going to have to do it. Look. Do avoid now. Do avoid now. Don't underestimate my laziness. Yeah, well of tenacity build. I'll just go in there and just (laughs) be fucking unkillable. (laughs) All right. Well, I mean, we're we're kind of at the end. Do we? We don't really have anything to do like our fucking like it, don't like it segment or whatever we were calling it. What, what are we gonna? Uh, you got any highlight low light of the highlight, week? Highlight low light. Yeah. Highlight low light. Hmm. Um, we can just do it of the week in general, I suppose. We could do it of the week in general, or I mean, we're talking about crafting, so. Well, look, it's not really much. Week. Let's let's do it of the entire week. My highlight. Yeah, stabbing people with a glaive. It was yeah. it was glee inducing. My low light, crow, and the fact that he exists. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. It's hard to beat. Oh, can I have a second highlight? I'm just going to throw this out there. Okay. What the new default summoner looks like in Trials. It's got a black and white skin. It's kind of got this blue glow in it. It looks fucking amazing. The 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 adept version 
looks like a Nerf gun because it's got like a bright orange barrel, <laughs> which is cool if that's what you're looking for. But the default one, holy shit, go and throw some engrams at getting yourself a decent roll on that because it is a it is a good looking gun. It's always been my favorite weapon in the game and they just made it better. Maddie, what do you got? Highlight level. Um, I would say highlights would have been the uh, law raid with Asda Cross. Yeah, look. I think that was pretty pog. Pretty hard to beat. Yeah. The low light. Honestly, my low light's just been like stressing about content, to be honest, and just like trying to do too much and trying to rush stuff out. I think I think I need to revisit how I do expansions. Low light, Mylan re-strategizing his entire fucking life. Buddy, I've got news for you. You're going to need to put a hell of a lot more thought into it. My highlight of today has been Matt telling me that he's looking at the forthcoming list of stuff on the on the Destiny radar going, fuck, there's a fair chance I'll be a dad by some of these points. And I think that's wholesome. Yeah. I think that's wholesome. We're you know, nearly there. I'm going to need I'm gonna need help. Chat, you're going to need to write my videos, do my videos, record my videos. Well, I take a, <laughs> take a community. Many, become the Mylan Games law hive mind. <laughs> Just fucking. Yeah, I tell you, I've been. Actually, you want to know what my low light of the week is? And it's not even fucking Destiny related. It's that stupid tweet from yesterday about the Halo showrunner saying, we didn't play the game. We didn't even look at the game. Oh. You know what? If you yeah. fucking TV shows about a game, play the fucking game, you oh. idiot. It's not that hard, right? <laughs> Unless they're talking about Halo Infinite, because if they didn't play that, probably a good thing. But the rest of the Halos, they definitely should have played. <laughs> Fuck. I know. Yeah, that that hurts my soul. It's like... It does, like but, like... You, uh, you how, did, how, did, how did he you, How did he say that? Thinking, like... Face. This, oh, this will go over well. People will like this. You know the thing that they really love about Halo? Yeah, it's the games. Well, we're going to tell people that we didn't even fucking play them. <laughs> Fuck yeah, the games. Like, well, like one of the greatest games of the oh, ever, ever created, in my opinion. Yeah. And didn't reference it. it. Didn't reference it. I'll tell you what. If it comes out, yeah, that's that's and my it's good, too. and it's good. I'll eat my humble pie, right? But I'm calling it right now. People will lose interest in it quicker than they lost interest in Halo Infinite, and that's saying something. It's anyway. Is it already out? Halo Infinite, yeah, it's been out for a while. <laughs> Bad joke, you loser. Got him. No. See you next week. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's it's out next week. Anyway, all right, bye. <laughs> bye. B bye.